study Baptist history, you talk talk about Western civilization, and we talk about the history of the world. Now, the Catholic Church became a very powerful entity when they came to America because they, they discovered gold and they stole gold. They wanted to find the Ponce de Leon, remember, he wanted to find the fountain of youth, how you could have eternal life by drinking from this fountain of youth. Well, the people were very superstitious at that time, and they thought they could find a fountain of youth where they drank the water and it would, they'd live forever. And they could sell this water, merchandise this water, all over the world and make tons of money for the Catholic Church. In Spain, well, in 1545, they discovered, in the nation of Bolivia, they discovered Mount Potosi, which was a mountain of silver. And remember now, we talked about some world, what's going on in the world. How did, this, how did Spain have so much power and money to come in and basically enslave all of California under Spanish rule through the Catholic Church? and enslaved millions of Indians, millions of Indians, millions, decimate completely, almost decimated Indian populations, completely killed them all. Now, down Mount Potosi was a different thing down there. And Mount Potosi here, not too many years ago, they found a mass grave of 400 Indian slaves. This was one burial, a mass grave of 400 Indian slaves. It is estimated there at Mount Potosi, over the period of that mountain of silver, from 1545 onward, the Catholic Church and Spain worked to death up to 8 million Indians. They worked to death up to 8 million Indians and some black slaves that they had taken there. Now, why did this all take place? How did it happen? Spain has very little resources in Spain. But when they, Queen Isabella, they had Columbus come over here, they discovered America, then we had the Columbia Exchange, they brought disease to America and took all the foods of America and fed all of Europe and even China. Now China, by 1400, had an armada. They had a Chinese armada of 319 ships, I believe it was. And the ships were so much larger than anything in Europe. They would go from continent to continent and they'd look and the people would be so afraid because they thought a continent had arrived. The ships were so many it looked like a continent coming at them. But there was nothing there they wanted. They had food. They had everything in China. The only thing that China really needed was precious metals. Now China was blessed by the yams they found in America. They used a lot of yams. They used potatoes. They used different things that they had taken to uh, from America to all the different continents of Europe and Asia that were developed by the Native Americans here. The Native Americans were not ignorant savages. 
you go down into the Amazon jungles and everything else, you find out what was left of the American Indians from the great civilization that were driven by the Catholic Church into the wildernesses. And these were the remnants. They were at one time pyramid builders. They were one time doctors. They were one time lawyers. They had postal service and, and all the way down to Central and South America. They had great civilizations down there and civilizations where people were never hungry. They had plenty of food. When the Spain came to over there, they looked at this and they said, this is unbelievable. Look at how clean the streets are. They had big cities. They had pyramids. They had mummies. They had all the things that Egypt had. And then they began to conquer and destroy and decimate with disease and with literally bullets and the sword. Murdered, enslaved, worked to death. And Mount Potosi alone, up to 8 million Indians were worked to death in those mines. Now China, like I said, needed gold and silver. So they would trade and they and they began to trade with the world and they even traded technology. You know that the flush toilet was invented in China. That the gas in pipes, natural gas put into natural gas stoves was invented in China. Uh, casting cast iron stoves, etc. was invented in China. You could go in China from one district, one one state, from what in China, from one state to the other, and you could take a printed script. And if you sold everything in your house in one province of China and you moved over for a thousand miles away, you could take that script and buy another house exactly like the one that you sold for exactly the same amount of money. And what China needed was the backing for that money. They wanted to print money. They had printed money. They had printed a printing press. Gutenberg didn't invent the, the, the printing press. China did. Now, all of this taking place over here, China began to trade with Spain, and they started selling whatever they had for gold and silver. And like I said in the last class, during this period of time, this is where you have the Spanish Armada. And then after Queen Elizabeth comes on the scene, she lines up with a Sir Francis Drake, a pirate, and they go out and they start rampaging and, and sinking or taking over Spanish ships and all the, gold, all the loads of gold and silver and the American Indians and the people over here are enslaved and they're dying by the thousands almost every day to gather all of that gold and silver wherever it may be. America before Columbus had a population of about 150 million people and some of the most advanced cities in the world. After Columbus, 100 years later, Nearly a hundred million people have died of disease and slavery. As the Spanish went back to Europe and even some of the other nations went back to Europe, they took with them if they could capture Indian slaves and they took the Indian slaves 
over there, and they use them for runners to the coaches. And you have to understand one thing about Spain and France and England and Germany and all this. We have the princes and we have the paupers. If you were in England or in Spain, and you went out in the country, you were a poor man, and you wanted to go hunt a rabbit because your family was starving. You couldn't do that because all of the, the, the game, the wild game, in every hill was the king's game. You couldn't do that. You've heard of Robin Hood and all of that. This was all started all back then because the people were starving to death. They looked upon the people of England and Spain as a lesser of the races. If you weren't born in the caste of being a, a prince, you were a pauper and you were nothing but property. The princes and the paupers. So when they came to America, they treated the American Indians as less than human because the workers came over here and so the American Indian... And, of course, the black slaves that they were bringing to do some work because they lasted longer than the Indians. They were uh, expendable. And they were nothing. They had no rights. Now, we're getting back here now. We're going to go and jump ahead a little bit. But how did Spain and the Catholic Church fund their exploits into America? How did they by the silver and gold they stole from this country and how they enslaved these people. Of course, they made converts of these people, but the converts were slaves. They made converts of the Indians along the coastal regions all the way from San Diego to Oregon borders up there. But they were slaves. Slaves. The whole of Mississippi country had come under the dominion of Spain. We're on page 349. The conviction of the settlers was that this country belonged to Great Britain. In April 1782, there was an uprising against Spain in favor of the control of England. Now remember, we got two entities here, and both of them have a king, and we have princes, and we have paupers, don't we? But they thought they could get a little bit better deal from England than they did from Spain. Because Spain, Spanish, the Catholic Church now, we have Catholicism with against uh, the Catholic Church. Catholic Church and the Church of England. Okay? As the not might have been expected, Spain put down the revolt. The harsh treatment of the French malcontents in New Orleans by Governor O'Reilly was, was then recalled. Many fled the country precipitatingly taking with them their families as best they could. Few incidents in the early history of Mississippi caused more suffering or distress than the flight of the men and women of that day. Claiborne gives the following pathetic account of the sufferings of a large number of fugitives. And now remember, the Chickasaw Nation is in Mississippi. That's my family. They're in Tanika Village. They, these villages and, and, and what they called the five civilized tribes, you know why they call them five civilized tribes? Because they were the ones that's growing with great plantations and great mansions. The Indians had mansions. Okay? Mansions. Now all this land was taken over and they were driven into Indian territory later on. In the 1800s. 
all of the plantations and the mansions that the Indians had built were taken over and sold for public auction to white settlers. You were Indian, you couldn't stay there. You had to move. You had to go into a, a, another wilderness. And they started to discover gold and coal and silver and oil. And then it was taken away again. A more precipitate and distressing exodus never occurred. Leaving their homes, which they had made comfortable by severe toil, their property, which had been accumulated by patient industry with no transportation but few pack horses and no uh, luggage but their blankets and some scanty stores. They gathered their wives and their children and stuck out into the wilderness. Fearful of pursuit, fearful of ambush, dogged by famine, tortured by thirst, exposed to every vicissitude of weather, Weakened by disease, more than decimated by death, the women and the children dying every day. This terrible journey makes the darkest page of our record. But the courage and the perseverance they invinced, the uncomplaining patience, the fortitude of refined, delicate women, the period of suffering and peril, shed a glory of sunshine over the story and their descendants, still numerous in Mississippi, will read it with mingled pity and admiration. Those who remained were treated better by the Spanish governor than might have been expected. They lived in 